As leaders, it's so easy for us to get caught up in tasks, strategies, and our to-dos. But all of those things have no value if we don't know how to take care of the people we oversee. If strategies and tasks cause us to neglect our people, then no matter the results we're getting, they're worthless. So how do we lead at a high level, get incredible results, while still taking care of our people? Well, welcome to the Good Leader Podcast. Good afternoon or good evening, everyone, and welcome back to a cantankerous episode of the Good Leader Podcast. I say cantankerous because we are in heated debate over the greatest leader of the 20th century. If you've been listening to the last few episodes, you know that this season, season two of the Good Leader Podcast, is all about team. It is all about other people. It's all about connecting. Today's episode is very poignant with that networking topic. And I have the team with me today. You're going to hear different professionals from all across the world today. We have part of the media team from Paradigm Shift, some common characters, because we're going to try to nail down the greatest leader of the 20th century. It's going to go to popular vote, but we have to have suggestions. Elaine, welcome back to the show. Do you have a suggestion for one of the greatest leaders of the 20th century? I sure do. Um, now, you might disagree with me on this one, uh, so I'm just going to throw it out there. My first one is Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn. Famous yes. actress, philanthropist, mm-hmm. Audrey Hepburn. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let's follow that up. Audrey Hepburn, absolutely. One of the world's greatest leaders. Let's follow that up. I'm sure Ange is going to bring somebody that uh, changed the world. Who you got? Here you got. Go ahead, tell the people exactly what you told. You off- know yeah, what, Sharon? Come on, say it with your you chest on. You, you say it when you're off air. Say it with your chest. Let's go. You, you can't. I haven't said this one yet. You're like you war heroes. Uh, Who cares? Veterans, what they do? Give me, give me uh, no some everyday can, common people. Sharon, Bring it on, on. No one, no one can change the world, but you can only change your world. Except for people who actually change the world that I'm nominating for the world's greatest leaders. But go ahead. What do you, who do you think? <laughs> who do you think, Ange? The world is relative. You know, they definitely changed their world. Okay, Truett, I think I'm saying it right, but Truett Cathy, the founder of... Chick-fil-A. Uh, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yep. all right. Okay, fast food connoisseur Truett Cathy. All right, I I'm going to follow... Reasons. That's a great, that's great. Ange and I, I, we may, honestly, we may get a podcast divorce by the time this contest <laughs> is over because... The longer it goes, the more Anj and I just, we're duking it out. Off air, she's saying some ridiculous things. Okay? We're, we're learning that definition matters. That's what we're learning. Definitions we're lear- matter. We're learning. Folks. Okay. I'm going to throw out. define leadership? Well, I'm going to be going very much along with you. You pick the guy who says he started the chicken sandwich. I'm going to pick a little gentleman named Gandhi. Now, I know he can't hold a candle to your nominees. What did he do? Liberate an entire nation through nonviolence. Give me my Jesus chicken. I know it's gonna be great. I can't wait. We're not even arguing it. Today. Is it what they do or is it how they lived? To be determined. To be determined. Exactly. Who is a who is a better leader, Gandhi or the Chick Fil A guy? I leave it to you, ladies and gentlemen. I told I'm you going I out, Gandhi. Reasons. I know, and I'm I can't wait it. to hear him. I come in. on. You're making me so mad, Nate. Who are you suggesting? Ronald McDonald. <laughs> Bur- the king himself, <laughs> Burger. Hey, the Ronald McDonald House, though. Uh, oh, all charity's good, Ange. I'm not going to knock anybody for charity. Don't put words in my mouth. I think humanitarian you, efforts, you know how much philanthropy f- efforts, those are great. I'm not going to knock that. Yeah, I'm just saying. Really big in the charities. 
I'm just saying, on the list so far, we have like Truett Cathy, Audrey Hepburn, and Mahatma Gandhi. And I and somehow, somehow I'm the somehow I'm the weirdo. Somehow my suggestions are the weirdo. Okay, go ahead. No Nate. one Who came are, at you. I you guys come at me off air. That's what people don't know. They think I'm all riled up. What they don't see is off air. You guys are like poking the bear for half an hour in the production meeting. And then we turn on the cameras and you all are acting all nice and nice and cordial. You're like, oh, all I'm saying is all I'm saying is you can change your world. Hug a tree. Love a child. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you were coming at me with heat five minutes ago. You set me up. Nate, I'm sorry. This this is your this is your time. Go ahead, Nate. Who are you suggesting? Leadership can be subjective. So speaking of that, stop sucking up to your media mom. Give me, give me, (laughs) give me a name. (laughs) I'm okay. I'm gonna give you a name, and this is gonna be one that's a lot different than everybody else's. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and address it. Adolf Hitler. I was waiting for that, actually. I was really waiting for that one. I know Nate. we were we were waiting for that, so I'm going to go ahead and put him down. I'm going to nominate him as one of the greatest leaders of the 20th century. You know what? I think it's a phenomenal answer. You know you know me? I, I'm not saying I agree with his motives, but if we're talking about influence, we're talking about impact. Ange wants to talk about the definition of leadership. It's fascinating. Fascinating. I think he deserves to be on the list. I think he deserves to be on the list. Am I going to probably vote for him? I don't know. How much, how much should your own morality come into play on this vote. We'll let the public decide. Nate, I'm not going to I'm not going to chastise you for that. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Not Ange probably will. Ange probably will because he's someone who no, most he's on of, my list. most most of the world could name him. So, mm, I don't know if we <laughs> want to pick people that people know who they are. Uh all right, Jess. My first nomination is the one the only Oprah Winfrey. Your girl Oprah, huh? That's a great answer. Mm-hmm, you- I love Oprah. That's good. Oprah's got a really good shot in this, I think. I actually think she does. I actually think Oprah may be kind of the the middle ground of the argument. And we'll see how well that does. We'll see how well that does. Oh, All right. I have so much to say. Oh, my gosh. I can't Classic. even believe that. You, li- oh, that you don't Oprah like Oprah? No, I love you Oprah, don't like Oprah. You, you you came for my life at Brene Brown. I mean, like my whole life. Oh my gosh! It. If you're gonna and say Oprah and it's the same as similar. Brene Brown, they are golly! Very you similar. gotta be kidding me. That's ridiculous. Oh, I can't wait. I, when can we start, Jess? When are we starting this? <laughs> what date are we actually starting the tournament? We have to pick a date now because I am fired up. I am so oh, wound me too. up. I, can't I am wait. so wound up to I fight. Not wait to debate this. I can't either. All right. What, I'm going to come with date? so many when facts. When are we starting? What's the date? Today is re- the date of this release. Can we start arguing and debating in May? Coming yeah, in May. May works. I can't wait. May I works. can't wait till after May. Coming in May. We already right. are, but Coming yeah. in May. We're co- I know, and I'm trying to hold back. <laughs> I'm restraining myself. All right. <laughs> Brene Brown is the same as Oprah. Oh, my dad. Oh, my gosh. All right, Elaine. Uh, my next one is actually going to be uh, Mother Teresa. Mama T! I love it. Ange, give me your next one. My next one is going to be... Oh, I'm really torn between the next two, but... Um, <laughs> I can't but wait. I, am, I, have, I can't wait. I have picked my lane, and I'm sticking to it now. I'm, I'm heels in, like, here we are. <laughs> so, are you and picking? you know what? Deserves a spot on the roster. Sarah Sarah Blakely. She's the Spanx CEO. That's probably people know better. Sarah Blakely, <laughs> Spanx. <laughs> she My she next... invented she invented women's well, women's Spanx. Spanx. Well, I don't think just women. I don't know. You're the one that just said that. All right. <laughs> Spanx. Not just for women only. Come on. Where are my Spanx right now? 
Uh, my next nominee, I've also chosen my lane, and I'm sticking in it. Someone uh, much like Anj, you've probably never heard of this person, the person I'd like to nominate for the... Okay, the, who has not heard of Sarah Blakely? You, just, <laughs> if you if you had not said the inventor of Spanx, I, I, wouldn't, I would not have known who it was. If you just said Sarah Blakely, I would go, who is she? Now, yeah, you tell I, me did, she, I didn't know who oh, she was. Oh, I have such an argument for, yeah, okay, but you know what she did? Now, if you, you don't no. know her name, but you know her influence? You don't know her name, but you know her invention? Now, if you tell me. I didn't me, know she invented that. Well. No one's going to know who invented If you ask my fourth grader, I don't have one. <laughs> if you ask your fourth grader. <laughs> wow, true confessions today. Actually, you're, actually your fourth grader probably would know this because your kids are like brilliant. <laughs> but I was just going to say, you know, who invented a car? The very first car. Yeah, yeah. Your fourth graders probably hey, not going to know, but I their actually, influence lives on, doesn't it? They know a car. They don't know the name, but they know a car. They could definitely tell you Henry Ford. But I know um, your kids I, are brilliant. They could. <laughs> they I will say, I love that argument. Okay. If I'm gonna give you I'm gonna get I'll give credit where credit's due. I actually really love that argument. I do love that argument. I still both things are true to me. She would not be on my list, but I, I like your argument. I think that's really cool. You don't have to know the name to know the impact and the influence. And maybe that's even greater. We'll talk about that. We'll debate it. Mine is a little person named Nelson Mandela. I don't. You probably have never heard of him. Um, also, I he certainly knows Sarah Blakely. Um, but Nelson Mandela uh, is going to go on my list. All right. Uh, who have you got, Jess? My last one is uh, Jeff Bezos. Okay. All right. Sticking with the modern theme, no, Amazon. No, Sarah Blakely, but. <laughs> and how about you uh let's see nate did we get your second one i don't think we got your second nominee no um my second nominee is dwight eisenhower dwight d eisenhower wow yep. another president another president that automatically gets a knock but uh yeah dwight d eisenhower uh instituted the interstate system that's my favorite eisenhower fact mm -hmm. all right that's the list ladies and gentlemen today we're going to talk about networking i don't know if you know any of these 10 leaders but perhaps you should. So on the list today, we got Audrey Hepburn, Truett Cathy, Gandhi, Hitler, Oprah, Mother Teresa, Sarah Blakely. Once again, we are not playing the game. Which one of these is not like the other? Although we could. Which one of these is not like the other? Gandhi, I don't know if we could. We really have a lot of different ones. Gandhi, here. Gandhi, Mother Teresa, Nelson Mandela, Sarah Blakely. <laughs> It's like I'm. It's like I'm throwing my grandma on the list. It's like did saying, you say Mother Teresa? Today? It's like yeah. It's like saying, it's like saying Oprah Winfrey, Nelson Mandela, Glennamer. Just because she's young does not disqualify her. I cannot wait to have this argument. At this point, I wasn't even that swollen before, but now I'm going to argue so well, lawyer the heck out of it. She's going to be all the way to the top by the end of this thing. I can't wait. <laughs> I love it so much. These names. This is hilarious. The names. Are... <laughs> I can't believe. Sarah Blakely. All right, Sarah. I hope we interview on the podcast. I be careful. Podcast. Be careful that you don't say anyone can be a leader after your actions show otherwise. Anyone. This absolutely. I don't say anyone can be a leader. Here. I say everyone is a leader. Sarah Blakely is a leader. I don't think that she has the same level of influence as. Gandhi, but who am I? What what do Ask I know? All of my pregnant friends in the, in the annals of history. Otherwise. In the annals of history, two thousand years from now, it's probably going to be 
Well, you know, early in the 20th century, there was this nonviolent resistance in the country of India. But let's put that aside for a second. Let's talk about let's talk they about might, they might not even know at that point because that all right all right I now I'm just being far a troll. removed at that point <laughs> I'm not trying to troll it's a great list it we've opened it up for the crowd and the crowd <laughs> has spoken we'll see what popular vote is today we're talking about networking because believe it or not we might have Sarah Blakely on the podcast very soon why and I'm not how? I want to after this. When we oh, she's gonna want to talk to you, no doubt. That I didn't realize we had. To, I didn't realize we had the queen of the Blakely fan club working for us. When we get back, we're gonna tell you why and how she might be on the podcast. individuals leadership potential and we just can't do it without you visit www.ps.company to explore topics workshops and curriculum let's create positive change together your host of the good leader podcast and ceo of paradigm shift jared murr takes us on the journey of cross-generational leadership with his new book eight track to emoji you can find your copy of eight track to emoji on jaredmurr.com on april 22nd 2022 I've gotten all the hate mail out of the way. I don't I don't hate Spanx. I don't hate Sarah Blakely. I'm sure she's lovely. Whenever she's on the podcast, I'll have to eat crow, but I will. You know, I'll ask her. I'll just ask her. When she's on the podcast, I'll say, Sarah, do you think you or Gandhi, if you were going to pick, greatest leader of the last 100 years? She's probably very humble, so she's going to say Gandhi. But I was going to say she's a good leader, so she's humble. But <laughs> Some would say the best. Some would say the best leader of the last 100 years. I didn't know how to be best but yeah well we got to come up with a list so i'll give you that now we're talking about networking today and the reason that i said sarah blakely might actually be on the podcast is because you brought up something in the pre-production meeting that struck me as curious i don't even know if i fully agree with it i've heard it but i want to talk about it what's your like it's almost like the kevin bacon thing the kevin bacon of networking what is this I, I so I've wondered because I'm like you, we talked about this on the last podcast. Sometimes people say things. Did that originate with them? Is that like an original thought, or has that just been said? So I don't know with this one, but I can tell you who who said it to me was a business professor of mine when I was in college, and he always used to say, "You're only five people away from the person that you want to know or need to know." Right? You're five people away. So it took me a second because I was like, five people away. What well, does yeah. that even mean?" So, like the six degrees uh, honestly, of Kevin Bacon. When, when I think, yeah, when I think, uh, when I, so I thought about it, I mean, for like a few years, because I really didn't know if I agreed with it. So I tested out Justin Bieber. I actually thought about the people in my life. Okay. <laughs> Justin Bieber, on my list, by the way. <laughs> Greatest leader. Oh my gosh. Why do you got to do this to me? Why do you have to do this to me? Why do you have to do this to me? Anyway, Justin Bieber, I want to meet him. I actually, like, in the scope of my, I was like, theoretically i actually am five people away like i know this person who knows this person they know that person and by that person they know justin bieber i'm not at the point in my life they're actually three people away now wow. am i going to take the lengths of <laughs> maybe i am because as we learned in our last episode 
there's a power in an ask. So maybe there I am is. going to schedule a meeting with him. Doesn't mean Justin Bieber will say yes. Now that's the key of the five people you need to know. You're only five people away from the person you need to know. Not sure they're going to say yes to want to know you, but you're five people away from them. And that gets you three people closer to who it is you need to meet. Okay. I really like this premise because it ties in well with what we discussed last week on the power of asking. And so many times we're sitting in our frustration, whether we want to build a business, we want to grow uh, a nonprofit, we just want to expand our territory. The whole point of today was networking and connecting, and you should be expanding your area of influence. And we're going to give you some specific ways to do that. But to frame it, you are just a few connections away from your goal. Whatever your goal is, whether it's personal or professional, you are a few steps away. Often, like on said, you're five steps away from pretty much anyone in the world. You're probably one or two steps away from someone incremental to your success, whatever that success is. I want to be doing more of this in my life. Think about the people in your sphere of influence and then who you know. Jess, you brought up something also that I liked to help frame this conversation. What was the, what was the idea that you threw into the table? Yeah, it's crazy that we're talking about this because recently the Kardashians had done an interview with Variety Magazine and they were kind of just talking about success and entrepreneurship. And Kim had mentioned something that has definitely been said before, but she had said, if you are the smartest person in the room or smartest person in your circle, um, you need to be in another room. You need to be around a different group of people because the power of influence is so relevant, truly. And we want to be good leaders. At the beginning of every single podcast, Josh talks about being a good leader, balancing achievement, outcomes, goals with leading people well, having healthy relationships, treating people well, and that being the heart of this podcast. We talk a lot about personal and business, workplace and other things, and good leadership happens all over the place. But this idea really strikes to the almost, almost I would say, a core tenet of what it means to be a good leader. We just did an entire series about being a learner, being a listener, and there is no greater evidence than the network you have right now of are you learning, are you working to connect, are you listening to people? So let's think of these two different frameworks. One, Jess is saying, if you're the smartest person in your sphere, the smartest person in the metaphorical room, you got to find a different room. It doesn't have to be smartest. It can be most successful. It could be if you are the most well-connected, if it could be um, the, the biggest giver, the most charitable, whatever type of room, whatever the thing is you're going for, that good leadership. If you're the best leader in your circle, go find another group. Go find, and I, I don't want to say drop your current group. I want to say find an additional group. It doesn't mean that we have a stepstone mentality of, okay, I'm just going to use these people until I max out here, and then I'm going to find another circle. No, no, no. You can keep expanding and growing, but don't limit yourself by the people around you. Uh, Elaine just threw in the chat here that you can't see that we are the sum total of the five people with whom we spend the most time. And that's so true. Uh, Jeannie Mayo, uh, who's a famous youth pastor, she used to say, show me your friends and I'll show you your future that you are who you are surround yourself by that that even you know good company or excuse me bad company corrupts good morals so we have all of these ideas all these mantras all these statutes so the question today is how do you do it jess says find the new group Ange says you are five steps away five connections away from anyone that you really want or need to meet and what's cool about that is if you start taking action on those connections you'll find someone immediately one step away or two steps away that actually gets you further than your initial idea. 
You might start out saying, well, we really need to talk with Justin Bieber, which for all intents and purposes, Ange, I don't really know why you want to hang out with Justin Bieber. Let's assume that you're one interviewing for the podcast. Like, hey, listen, Justin, um, I know that you, you know, you're winning Grammys, making records, but I've nominated you for the good leader, top leader of the 20th century. I'm really, I am a true believer and you are it. Would you come on the podcast and talk to us? Uh, Because Jared's kind of a doubter and we want to put him in his place. If that's the case, she may go for it, the power of the ask, and she may get Justin Bieber on the podcast. That would be great. But also what might happen, it would be phenomenal. I Totally, you're welcome, Justin. Come on in, talk to us. But what would be just as phenomenal as maybe one or two steps away, someone says, well, I don't know if we can get Justin, but would you like to talk with this person? I mean, you know, would you like to talk to Sarah Blakely? I don't know if we can get Justin, but Sarah, you know, is my BFF. Not absolutely. Are you kidding me? Sarah Blakely, geez, Louise, golly. You never know where those connections are going to lead, but the power is in the ask. The power is in taking action. So today, I want to suggest three ways that you can take action immediately. Because often I've read these types of things in books. I listen to these ideas like, okay, don't be, if you're the smartest person in the room, find a different room. Okay, how the heck do I find a different room? I've actually questioned myself in this way. That's why I took the step six months ago and went to a retreat. We did a whole podcast over the personal investment that I invested money in this big time retreat because I was like, I am maxed out. Like I don't know any other entrepreneurs or business owners that lead this type of organization in this way. I need to expand my circle. So that was my answer. I don't know what your answer may be. We're going to give you some suggestions. But often we read these types of things or hear it on a podcast and we don't have very many practical steps. The theoretical is don't be the smartest person in the room. Go find another circle. Go find additional. Well, how the heck do I do that? Ansh says, well, you're five people away. Okay, great. What the heck does that mean? How do I do that? Here's what you do. I'm going to give three quick tips today and you can think of them as concentric circles. Okay, you can think of them as concentric circles, and they speak really to Jess's idea more than Anja's idea. Anja's idea, the quick thing I would say would be know your ask. Um, last week when we talked about asking, we talked about be clear and specific. Like, well, why do you want to talk to these five people? What's the specific reason? And then you probably know who to ask. You can go, well, I really want to talk to this person. I want to have an interview with this person and go find that person. I really want to work for Apple. Okay, great. Find out what you got to do to get an interview with Apple and work your way backward to the five people. You know, I want to meet this person. I want to have this type of opportunity. I want to partner with these people. I want to, I want to pitch my business to this business. Great. Know your goal, set the goal, and then work yourself backward to find the five people that you need to talk to. But more specifically today, think of concentric circles of taking action to increase your connectivity and the power of your network today. The first one, Send a text message right now. So whatever your goals are, they may be personal, they may be professional, whatever your goal is right now, maybe you have a health goal and you say, I want to lose a certain poundage. I want to be able to run a mile faster. I want to work out in a certain way, whatever it is. You got a health related goal. You have someone in your phone right now that can help you in that goal. They're either a trainer, they're a nutritionist, or they're just a great accountability partner. There is someone in your phone right now that can help you with that. Let's go with a business goal. If you could say, uh, let's even, I'll even test this theory right now. I'm going to test this theory. All right, everybody get ready to unmute. I'm going to test this theory. Anj, you work at Paradigm Shift, right? (laughs) I do. (laughs) Good. Still, you're not ready to quit. 
Good. She's not quitting no. yet. That'll come, <laughs> that'll come at the this, end of uh, summer. Hey. Yeah, maybe at the end of this roster. I don't know. So give everybody at home very quickly. They've probably heard the commercial, but in one sentence, what do we do? What's Paradigm Shift do? We help to unlock every individual's leadership potential. Boom. I love it. We help unlock every individual's leadership potential. We work with educational groups. We're with corporate groups. Awesome. Is there someone in your phone that may be a potential client of ours or they have a connection? Like if you said, hey, your life depends on it. Text someone right now that might hire paradigm shift in some capacity. You got anybody in your phone? Oh, yeah. Plenty. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Plenty. Now, why she hasn't texted them yet, folks, that's beyond me. I don't really know. But just like Ansh, she is sitting here. The business that she works for, I want to remind everyone, Director of Media and Marketing, just want to remind everyone, part of her job is to get the message of Paradigm Shift out. And she is sitting on potential clients in her phone, and she has not texted them. I never said I didn't text them. I don't know where you're getting that from. No, do you have someone right now that you could text that would be a potential business partner that you could text today that currently is not working with us? Yes. I know I'm giving you a hard time. I'm being hyper, I'm using hyperbole on purpose to illustrate the point because all of us are like that. I was like that when we first started out. Well, I like that when we first started out. Here we are struggling as a business. We have two employees. I'm trying to be a speaker. We're trying to help unlock people's leadership potential and people underestimate their current network. That's the point of text someone today. People underestimate their own network. I did it. I'm doing it right now. I, I could I could give myself the same edict. Jared, is there anyone in your phone that you could text right now and say, hey, have you ever considered partnering with Paradigm Shift? We do leadership training, and I would love to tell you what we do. I've probably got a dozen people right now that I could do that for. The problem is we get busy with life. We overestimate the future and underestimate the now. We almost hallucinate about the possibilities instead of practically going, well, who's in my network today? Who can I text right now? And so whatever your goal is, I guarantee you have someone in your life, in your phone, that can help you achieve that goal. Whether it is something... Thank you. I appreciate it. That's where I was going on. So I'm not really giving you a hard time. I'm just using you as the avatar for all of us because we are all like that. If you say, I want to be a better parent, I'm struggling with my teenager here. Okay. Look through your phone. There's someone there. There's someone in your phone who, if nothing else, they're a listening ear. You got someone in your Mm -hmm. phone that has been there. They understand, man, parenting a teenager, hard work, hard, hard, hard. Sometimes there's no right answer. There's no right answer, but sometimes you just need someone who will lament with you, someone who will listen, someone who will be, and you have that person. You have that person in your life right now. You have people in your life right now. That's why I say, actually, I would say pause right now and send a text. It takes 30 seconds. If I was to further this challenge, I would say, think of anyone, scroll, open up the contacts in your phone, scroll through it, and text the one person that's going to get you the furthest in any specific goal. Maybe you're a business owner. Maybe you're in sales like I've just described. Maybe it's personal. Maybe your, you know, your marriage is, is on the brink and you got to reach out to somebody. Great, do it right now. We think about doing it a lot. Oh, I should reach out. I should call someone. I wish I had someone to talk to. Um, I just wish, you know, like, like just said, if you are the smartest person in the room, let's find a different room. That's going to start with your phone because you're not hanging out with them all the time. There's someone in your phone. If they're not in your phone, I guarantee you, you're one or two people away. Like Anj said, hey, I'm really struggling with this. Do you know anybody that can help me? Um, hey, I'm really trying to get my business off the ground. Hey, I'm really, you know, I'm a manager at this, um, in this department and I'm struggling in this way. You know anybody who's dealt with this before? 
gosh, we're dealing with, we're still dealing with some COVID policies. And now we're in this, now we're in this era. What, what are you doing over there? There is an answer in your phone. So that's level one. That's what the people that you know. Level two, this is all in the construct of networking, getting better, growing. Iron truly sharpens iron. You have to connect with people. Good leadership is not done by itself. Good leaders are constantly learning and they're learning from others. They're reaching out to people that are in their immediate sphere and in their broader sphere. So for the next circle, it's your neighborhood. Now I'm going to use this within driving distance of your home. So within driving distance, a day trip. Within driving distance, reach out to someone. You may have to lean into Anja's example of, okay, I may be one, two people, three people away, whatever the case is. Set up a coffee meeting, set up a lunch, set up a breakfast right now with someone that makes you better. Right now. And honestly, the power of asking, there's probably someone on your dream list that you're like, wow, I would just love to sit down with this person. Trick, Kathy is eating lunch with somebody. I don't know who he's eating lunch with, but I guarantee he's eating lunch with somebody. It might as well be you. Mm-hmm. People who are high achievers, who are doing the things that you want to do in this world are more accessible than you think they are. If you will find your way to their calendar, you've got to make it convenient for them. So let's take someone like that. Let's go to a lesser level. Look around. If you go, boy, there's someone across town. They own an insurance agency. I own an, I own an insurance agency. I just love what they do. I bet they'd be willing to connect. Most good competitors are good collaborators. They're willing to speak with you. They're willing to talk with you. Some of my best ideas have come from other speakers, other business owners. So I've just reached out, bragged on them, and said, gosh, I just love, I saw you on stage. I loved it. I heard you were in Tulsa. Can we connect? Absolutely. Hey, I don't really have, for this one, you don't have to have much of an agenda. We talked about being clear and specific. Sometimes that agenda can just be, hey, I want to pick your brain. I'd love to hear more about what you're doing. I want to hear what you've got going on so that I might collaborate with you. Those sorts of things work, but you've got to reach out. So the first one is send a text right now. The second one is find a neighbor. Yeah, you guys, are you guys throwing out Mr. Rogers? Is that what this whole thing is? Yes, be Mr. Rogers. Won't you be my neighbor? I wish I would have thought of that. That would have been good. Yes, reach out to your neighbor. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Find the neighbor. Number three, the last one, Napoleon Hill in his famous book, Think and Grow Rich, back in 1937, introduced the idea of masterminds. Here's a quote from Napoleon Hill. When two or more people coordinate in a spirit of harmony and work toward a definite objective or purpose, they place themselves in position through the alliance to absorb power directly from the greatest storehouse of infinite intelligence. Napoleon Hill. He talks about this power of congruency. He talks about the power of collaboration and being in one mind, one accord, and going for something. Get in a group. Get in a group. I joined a mastermind group and it has been phenomenal. What's great about it for me, I think everyone takes away different things. What I've taken away is accountability. It gives me a once a month check-in where I have to talk about that thing that I said I was going to do. I'm using it to stretch me in new ways. I'm using it to say, I really want to figure out, am I going to publish this book? And I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. So guess what? Eight track, two emojis being released in April. Simply because I put myself in a group, put myself out there. I've been talking about it for two years. I made it happen in the last four months because I put myself in this group. Put yourself in a group. If you can't find a group, keep looking. There are groups out there. Honestly, you could probably just throw it out on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or wherever you like to congregate and say, hey, I'm looking for a mastermind group. This is what I'm looking for. I'm a mom looking for other moms. I'm an entrepreneur looking for other entrepreneurs. I'm a salesperson looking for other salespeople. I'm a writer looking for other writers. I am whatever looking for whomever and people will respond. That's good leadership. 
If you don't even want to start there, you say, ooh, that's a little intimidating. I don't really know about that. Google up networks and associations, networking groups and associations in your town. I guarantee you there is one for you. There's probably one within your industry. If you're not in it, get in it. Show up. There's probably one for like the, like the young business leaders in your community, the old business leaders in your community, the people that just started, the people that have been doing it forever. There are so many specific networking opportunities and groups, associations, you've got to find them. That is the <laughs> lesson. So today, Anj, as ridiculous as you've been on the leaders, I got to say, you're really bringing the heat with the networking. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm going to start making up to Ange right now. Here we go. We're going to end with a quote. We've been ending with a quote the last few times. Here's this one. I define connection as the energy that exists between people when they feel seen, heard, and valued, when they give and receive without judgment, and when they derive sustenance and strength from the relationship. That's your girl, Brene Brown. There you go. We end with a Brene Brown quote. Value people, connect with people, go out there, and be a good leader. <laughs> 